Here we are. Live. Live, everybody. Good evening. Happy Wednesday. It is Wednesday. This is the uh, What Would Jeff Do show. My name is Jeff Kelman of Solid Canine Training. This is the wonderful Joelle. And this is a Q&A podcast we do twice a week. This week, three times. We did last night. We did uh, tonight. We're doing Friday night, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, obviously, you can get all the replays. Um, we stream live on Instagram. Hey, Instagram, how are you? And hey. we stream live on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Rumble. So you can you can type in your questions, and um, Joelle will read them, and I will answer them. Screens up now, so I can. And see. what happens is most answers need a very long. Most questions need a very long answer at least a one-on-one -on -one consult or a full boarding train, but I'll try to do my best to at least send you on the way. The more you know about our videos and our courses, um, the better and things will make sense. We also have online courses on our Academy website, which you can fully train your dog. So you can fully train your dog for free with all of our free content and you can fully train your dog with our online content in com combination. If you've got say some serious behavioral mod that needs to be done with an online consult, So you can fully do it. And there's so many folks that are um, going to trainers with no results. In fact, I was thinking about this the other day, somebody sent me a, um, uh, screenshot of a clip of somebody sharing our boom to bang um live we did today which is still available um on uh let me get run you over there right now it was a really good you explain course. it let me get over here yeah so we just got in this dog for board and train and ironically it's the fourth of july this week coming up and we're like proofing all the dogs off fireworks and we noticed she was really nervous around like the firework sounds on youtube things like that so we're like holy shit like there's probably so many people struggling with this this week. So like, let's make a course. So we did a live training workshop today. It was like, to... what, an hour and a half long, hour long. Hour, solid hour. Uh, Q&A. We showed literally step by step how we work dogs through this process, how we get them over fear, how we work them through stress. Um, so if your dog is afraid of not just fireworks, but any loud noises, yep. thunderstorms, motorcycles, the garbage truck. We show you how we start proofing that mm. to build your dog's confidence, teach them how to work through fear. Mm. So this is like long game stuff too. It's not usually just, right. just oh, we'll just address this one thing. Yeah. It'll carry over to so many other things. So many things. And you see that you- It's it will, a really good course. And the great thing is, is you see it, it's unedited. So what I mean by- If un you couldn't make it live, you'll have the replay. It's in the portal. Right. When you purchase, it's in there forever. We're doing a Q&A follow-up on Saturday. Our camera is falling. Um, a follow-up Q&A on Saturday as well for all the people who joined. So we'll check in with you, see how things are going, if you have any additional questions, things like that. Um, and then we included some bonus videos, how to teach kennel up, how to teach place, how to teach place on the remote caller. So um, you get your obedience in there as well. We're having some camera difficulties right now. Well, tripod is um, sliding. So it's troubleshooting and it is problem solving. Okay. Thank you. Oh, and, yes. and the way you can get what it. What is going on with this camera? I just don't want to reach over you. That's the problem. You can reach over me. Okay. Even if it's I didn't like want that. to. Um, Sorry, everyone on Instagram. So the way you can get it is if you go to um, Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy um, dot com, and if you uh, go to courses and services, if you go to list all courses, it's only forty four dollars, by the way. And the price is doubling after um, the 4th of July. Right here, boom and bang. The bang and boom training to help your dog. And I'll fire what's thunder, thunder and other loud noises. And the great thing is, is and start learning right there. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. All right. The great thing about this is that it's unedited. And we show you a actually nervous, fearful dog. And we don't hide anything. Now you're out of the camera. Can the camera do? Move over. Scoot over a little bit. Um, I want to sit next to you. So it's funny because people promote our courses all the time. And it's just really interesting that so many people just can't stand behind the course 100%. They always have to give a disclaimer. They have to say, um, I really love this guy's training, but I don't like his bad language. Mm. And I'm like, 
so, because I swear on my podcast, ironically, I don't swear in my courses that much, or if at all. I don't. I can't recall me swearing in the courses that much. I do once in a while. Right, but I'm just saying, though. But, but like, I, it's not like every other But word. on my podcast, which I yeah. get all riled up and I do yeah. rants, it's, wait, I swear all the time. We're in teaching mode when we're in our courses. But, but and this is the way I like to word it. After hearing all of these horrific stories of owners with hiring trainers, like we had somebody on the show on last night who saw somebody on the streets and they wanted to rehome their dog because it snapped at the, um, their, kid. their kid and they had been working with a trainer for three, three years. And they're like, well, let me just ask you a question. Is it reward only? Now, let's just keep in mind, we train 95% reward. Mm-hmm. Like we, we actually use clickers. Obviously, use markers because that's what a clicker is. We use markers. We use food. We use tons of positive reinforcements. But we also, my specialty is stopping unwanted behaviors. And then there's a subspecialty of that is rehabbing aggression, which is a very small part of the dog training population in the United States, let alone the world. Not too many trainers can actually go toe-to-toe with an aggressive dog. So... And the person was like, oh, no, everything's going well. I'm like, you just said you wanted to rehome your dog and you've been working with a trainer for three years. And then meanwhile, someone doesn't like my language. So I thought about it for a split second. And I'm like, so someone doesn't like the fact that I say fuck, but they're okay with all these dog trainers fucking over clients. Ironic. And what bad language am I using? It's not like I'm CNN which if you listen to their news and all the lies they tell, that's way more damaging to the United States and the world population than anything I have to say. Sorry. It just is. Everything that came out of Fauci's mouth is way worse than what comes out of my mouth. Sorry, guys. And you have, hopefully most people realize that by now. So it's like, you're, you like, are you an adult or not an adult? It's like, you can't handle swearing. You really can't handle swearing, really. And then some people say, well, it's a sign of unintelligence. It's like, actually, let me wake everybody up. It's actually a sign of high intelligence, okay? And honesty. So, and honesty. They say honest people swear right. a lot. So, anyway, like, if you don't like my swearing, okay, fine. But guess what? I can train your fucking dog. So, meanwhile, there's people that are lying through their teeth knowingly they will take your money and not get results knowingly, and that's okay. We give them a free pass. All right. So let's get going. Let's start the show here. All right. All right, guys. This is how I'm going to do it. The way my screen is set up, this is just the way it is. I'm going from YouTube and Facebook to Instagram to Rumble, and I'm just going to keep rotating in sequence. All right. Okay? You, you rotate. Snuggle Buns says, hey, everyone. Hey, Snuggle Buns. Hey, Snuggle Buns. How are you? Our war says, hey, guys. Hey, what's up? Avi. Hi, guys. Avi. Hey, Whoa. Oh, shit. My God. What was that? My God. It's like a freaking dick shooting a load. Oh, my God. What the fuck? What the hell? It got, like, in my hair. <laughs> That's just like I said. Oh, it's like God. a dick shooting a load. My Ew. God. Well, get in my mouth. <laughs> Disgusting. That's what she said. RM, still struggling with the hackles on walks when passing dogs. Uh, Am I correcting too late? It's a silent reaction. Hackles only. Not sure what to do anymore. I correct at first glance. Do I each time the dog looks until no hackles occur? This is the last part I'm trying to overcome. She's amazing otherwise. Well, do the hackles ever lead to anything? Do the hackles ever lead right, to anything? that's the important who, question. Who, who asked that question? Um, RM. RM. Do the hackles ever lead to anything? Let me know. Mm. Let me know. It's not the worst thing. My dog would get, um, Uma would get hackles every time we got out of the vehicle and we're at the beach. It's excitement. It's arousal. Right? It's arousal. Mm-hmm. Next. Heather, four J's. Hi, guys. Happy to see you both. Hey, Heather. Hey, happy. Happy, Terry, happy Heather. Terry G said, you said it again. Yeah. How dare you? Dropping F-bombs. F-bombs. God forbid if someone says an F-bomb on a podcast. Constance said, not the hair. Joelle, you look beautiful. Thank yes. you, Constance. I know. I've heard that before, too. 
not the hair. I'm sure every girl says that. Unless I'm, that's your thing. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't want to come in my I hair. I wouldn't appreciate it. That's like that movie. What is it? Along came Polly. Yeah. I wouldn't come in like my hair. She uses it as gel. She like slicks it. In her no. Hair. I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind it. Is that the movie guys? Is it along came Polly? I don't mind it all over my beard, but not in my hair. Next. You're such a pig. It is disgusting. <laughs> Canine psychology said, hope you're well, Jeff. Michael from Scotland. Hey, Michael. How are you? Um, Lisa says, Hey, Hey, hey Lisa. Hey, Lisa. Let's see. Instagram is hard because I have to like go through all of like I have to scroll. Heather's a Jeff. You're awesome. Here's the thing. Oh, that's a Jeff line. Here's the thing. People who hang out with other people who swear often won't think anything about your swearing. Those who are not around people who swear will always be shocked. It's funny though. My mother. Something about Mary. That's what it was. My mom. My mom was in her 80s. Who doesn't swear, but she hates your swearing though. But her she has no problem but, saying. But she her but she has a favorite swear word and I forgot what it was. Oh yeah. <laughs> what is clusterfuck. it? Clusterfuck. Yeah. She's like clusterfuck. Yeah. So so well, I got my outspokenness from my mom. That's what I got it from. I've just I've spiced it up a little bit. I've I've got a little bit spicy. But my mom, I can honestly say uh, my youngest memories of my mom and her outspokenness is she would go to city hall meetings. She would go to the mayor's office. She would go to school board meetings and she was not being a Karen. No offense to anybody that's actually named Karen, but I know who are, you know, what we're talking about is she would go toe to toe with the higher powers without giving a fuck at all. But she wouldn't have to swear. And she would fight. To get her point No, across. but she would fight for her family. She would fight for the community. She would fight for her children. But she would fight for mostly the community um, at large. She always had, she was very community-minded. And if things were affecting the community in a negative way, she, she had. She is still like that. Yeah. So like neighborhood watch and everything. So she is, my mom right now is the capo of 95 um, neighborhood watch people. You better freaking report she literally to she, she she runs the whole empire in in University City. Yep. Um suburb of San Diego. If your yard looks like shit. Barb's gonna tell you. More than that. But she's Get more shit she's more than that though. No, I know. Yeah, but it's like but she 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 runs a tight shit. She does. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She can call up the chief of police at any time. She's she's just in. She's just in. Oh yeah. All right. Uh, Ball GSD says, agree. I think with your swearing, I no. think that was up with the context. Yeah. Um, let's see. The hackles do not lead to anything. She used to do it with people at the beginning. I didn't correct it and it went away. You know what? I would just leave it alone. I'd probably leave it alone. I would leave it alone. Yeah. Yep. You know, I'm a huge advocate of stopping growling, but you know what though? I've worked with dogs. We've left it alone. Because that's all that was left. That was the only thing that was left after, like, the dog was... We rehabbed aggression, this dog, and it just had this little growl left. But it never led to anything after that. They're like, you know what? This dog bit everything that moved, and now all it does is growl. And I'm a huge advocate of getting rid of growling. I'm not one of these people that are like, don't get rid of the growling, because then the dog won't give a warning. I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to get rid of the growling, the biting, the growling, the thought of biting, the thought of growling. I'm going to get rid of all of it. And we do. Highly successful with that. But this one dog, I remember, it was a husky. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let it growl. Yeah. If that's all you do, and that's all you do after all this intense rehab to a high level of success, fine. Even Wes used to be like that. Yep. We called it the witching hour, like 8 p.m. He would just start growling. He'd get like so weird if you got in his space. Yep. If I corrected it and made it worse. Yep. Now he just doesn't do it anymore. I just freaking yep. left it alone. Yep. Um, let's see. Sade girl. My dog is fine with fireworks, thunder, most loud noises, but indoors, if a cup or door bangs yep. or a cup is put down too fast and bangs, she acts like guns gone off next yep. to her. Yep. Tips, please. Um, yeah, get our yeah, to, we, to training. So we made it we made a course just for you. Yep, we sure did. We made a course just for you. It's our it's our bang and boom course. It was live today. You can you can get the replay. You can buy it right now. Go to um, SolidKidAndAcademy.com. 
courses, all courses is the first course. It's 44 bucks. It'll dramatically help you, dramatically help you. Sam on Rumble. Hey, guys, chicken update. Um, Chickens are doing good. They're laying. Well, speaking of Karens, we actually have a chicken named Karen. She is an asshole. if all the chickens are around the feeder, she runs up to them and pecks them all away. She is a Karen. She is a Karen. That is her name. She's been that way since she was a baby. That's why her name is Karen. And she's living up to it. And if all the, let's see, the other night... All the chickens were roosting on the top of the yes. chicken coop. Yep. And she goes up there and literally says, Get the fuck All off you little fuckers, coop. get off my coop. And then she fucking. I think I'm going to have to isolate her. That's get, what you do, right? All my chicken people, you take the mean one and you like put it in a cage for a little bit and separate it so they can reset the pecking order. Why don't we put it in a cage with a couple of the dogs? I think I'm going to have to do that That's with her. What she She's do. very mean. Let's see how tough she is around the dogs. So now I have two water bowls and then I have to. I have the feeder, and then I have to sprinkle food separately so that they can all eat and drink without her being a bitch. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. I, I say we put her in leg irons on, a tie, on like, a tie back. She's like the most mature one. She was the first one to lay an egg. So she's like, that's right. I've got seniority yeah. over you hens. Yeah. yeah. I know. I should e-call or train her. You should. She's terrible. We could. All right. Let's see. Um... The Midge said there's something about Mary. Yes, that's the movie where she uses the bodily fluids as hair gel. Yeah. Jeremy, can truly game-bred American Pitbull Terrier ever be trusted not to revert to what it was line-bred for? Okay. This whole game-bred thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. In other words, can you stop dog aggression? Yes, you can. That's my response. Yes, you can. Can you get a cattle dog to stop biting cattle? Sure. You actually can. You absolutely can. Yep. That's what cattle dogs were bred for. Can you stop a border collie from herding? Herding, H-E-R-D. Yeah, you can. You can. So, I mean, it's the kind of thing where People will say, no, you can't. And I'm saying, no, you can't. But it can be done. It, it can be done. Now, genetics are powerful. Genetics are extremely powerful. Genetics overrides a lot of training. But training can also override some genetics. Definitely. Because most people that own character trait dogs are not having them do character trait life. So like a great, great, great Pyrenees. They're bred to just kill coyotes with no training. You can, you can stop that. You can stop that. Also dogs that are coming in, not just coyotes, any predator coming in. Yeah. Anything. So you can, you can stop that. Constance, have you ever seen the chicken glasses? It's supposed to keep them from pecking. If anyone can condition a chicken to wear glasses, it's you guys. Yeah, they're called pinless peepers, and they make it so that, like, it can't actually peck. Like, they can't see out of their peripherals, and their eyes are on their side, obviously. So then, like, they can't they can't seek out the other chickens, like, peck at them. It's like this little, like, thing. You put it around, like, their neck, and it sits, like, right here. I might get her a pair of those, make her wear them. They make funny ones, too, that look like um, T-Rex arms. So then the chicken's running around with, like, little T-Rex arms. All right. I just said we bought the damn chicken. I tried, though. Honestly, I have. And she goes right back to it. I picked her up. I, like, shooed her away. And she squats. She gets all submissive for me. And then she goes right back to doing it again. She's terrible. Let's see. Um, Mel Lemon says, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Hello. Heather says, I say fuck nuts. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Avi says, way more offensive than you. I think that's about like, what, who you're saying, all the people who Fauci. are- Fauci. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And if you're a fan of Fauci's, then you need to, you need to read more. Really? I mean, everyone needs to read up on what the hell's going on. Everybody, everybody needs to read up on it. And you can't throw the science card at me. That, does, that doesn't work. That doesn't, that does not work at all. All right. And you can't call me a conspiracy theorist. That doesn't work. 
Oh, this right? is going to be an interesting show. Tonight. No, I'm just saying, though. No. I'm just talking about the comments that I see coming no. in. No. Uh, okay. Where am I? Uh, Kim says, hi, guys. Great live today. Thank you. Thank you. Avi said you rename her Christmas. Why? Because then she'll be nice. <laughs> is that the logic behind that? Name her Christmas? Yeah. Hmm. And Avi said, have Karen for dinner. It's true. She could be a contribution to the dog's raw feeding program. Yep, absolutely. I hear about people doing that with roosters. I don't know if I could do it with Karen. But I could. Before exhausting all options, though, first thing I'm going to try is, is what, separating her. Buy designer glasses for her? Separate her from the flock. She needs to like be knocked down a peg. Yeah. All right, let's see. Snuggle Bun says, oh, hold on. YouTube's all over the place right now. LOL at Clusterfuck. One of my supervisors loves that one. Mm. Thanks, guys. We'll see if leaving the hackles alone leads to them disappearing. No growling, no pulling, nothing. Yeah, hackles. yeah. Just give it a shot. All right. Snuggle buns. My seven-month-old Papillon is still growling after I've tried bonking her and doing a correction on the e-collar at the same time. She's in heat, but still unacceptable. What next? She's in heat. Mm-hmm. She can leave it alone. Seriously. Yeah. Leave, leave it alone. Just leave it alone. And then see. Yeah. See what happens it after heat. Fluke thing. See, if this is her, how old is she? Seven months. So this is her first heat, most likely. So just leave it alone for now. The dogs, I've seen the most docile dogs literally try to kill dogs when they're in heat. I mean, ladies, just you on your period, you, mm-hmm. we stay 10 feet Walk away. From, we, we stay 10 feet away from you. All right. At least in this house, at least in this house, mm-hmm. household. Don't even breathe my air. Yeah. Shut the hell yeah. up. Trust me. I'm literally risking my life right now sitting in this chair. <laughs> I am. Sid said a bitchy chick. Who knew? <laughs> right. She was. Even at like two days old, she yeah. was a jerk. She did the yeah. same thing younger. She was chasing them all I know. She was It's so been weird. like this from birth. Yeah. From birth. Um, Nesta Treat says, hey, y'all. Hey, hey. how are you doing? Mal Lemon, question, just acquired a seven-year-old Maltese cross six Mm. months ago. Mm. Sweet dog, nervous nature, Mm. haven't had any issues as we are on property and we don't interact with other dogs often. My question pertains to toilet training. How do I keep peeing? How do I stop peeing inside? We have kennel to stop and it doesn't have the run of the home. I would like to have him on the couch, but not if he pees. Yeah, so so Mel, I, you know, if if the dog was literally aggressive... I'd have a higher success. I am not, that's, there's a lot of things in dog training I'm not really good at, like dog sports, dog agility, trick training. Um, but believe it or not, the whole potty training thing where your dog can free roam, I'm not really good at. Getting the dog on the couch, I can definitely most likely help you at. But like my dogs never tell me they have to go to the bathroom. I just let them out in whatever, four hour intervals, stuff like that. And then obviously first thing in the morning, obviously right before they go to bed. But as far as the dog just randomly pissing in the house, you can correct that. No. And then correction. You can correct that. But I would also is keep your dog on a leash, go outside with a routine and take a clicker and food with you and go to the exact same spot every time. Have them go to the bathroom. Make sure they empty their bladder fully, not just a little squirt market. And then give a treat. That the reason why I say to make sure they empty their batter, bladder fully so they're not just, you know, training you to turn into a Pez machine. Next. Um, Ball GSD says Mother Pecker. Yeah, that's yeah. what she thinks she is. Yeah. Junior Serb, any thoughts on training brother and sister labs with littermate syndrome? Was told too hard to train. They, do they already have littermate syndrome? Sounds like it, yes. Okay, so too hard to train? It's too hard for that trainer to train. Usually that's, so that's code word in dog training world of this lack of skill set of the person that said it, most likely. Most likely. So is it a real thing? Well, we know dogs that are not from the same litter, that are of different ages, that display some of the same behaviors. We've got, I've got many clients that if you remove one dog from the room, take one dog for a walk, the other one screams, yells, howls. We have many dogs, pairs of dogs that don't listen when they're together. 
we have many dogs that have separation anxiety if you remove one dog from the from the um, room or the area. So is it too hard? I think training two dogs from the same household is difficult. It's more than twice the work, but I wouldn't say it's too hard. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's impossible like some people do. I would just say you have your work cut out for you because you have two dogs and two dogs from the same house is you have to train them independently and then you have to train them to, to either work together or to also then work separately of each other when they are together. So it's just a lot of work, but you know, it's not like it's, I mean, it's, it's what we do for a living. Yeah. It's what we do for a living. Next. Heather said, that's hilarious that you have a Karen chicken. And Heather also bought a badge. Thank you so much. Thank you. On Instagram. Well, thank you. Thanks, Heather. Um, Days, honey, y'all have been preaching for years and I'm still not listening. Yeah, but you showed up though, right? We haven't banned you. They also said most things are owner laziness. Ugh. You know what though? Let me, let me, let, who said that? Days, honey. So Days, honey. I'm going to challenge that thought process for a second there. All right. Let's look at this from a different angle. Let's look at this from a different angle. Is somebody who pre-screens their clients, like you can't just, we don't let anybody hire us. Not because we're elitist or, or, or like hold ourselves higher than anybody else, but it's like, we only want people that are going to be successful. We have incredible clients that get incredible results and keep those incredible results after working with us. They have gone through multiple trainers, but the training philosophy that they were taught did not work. So let me give you a good example. In Rhode Island, I had a client that went to 36 reactive rover classes not even with no results 36 i wouldn't call that laziness and this is just one example of thousands so somebody goes to i wouldn't go to 36 of anything hell no hell no 36 the dog was young too I it was a, like full work week yes well that's that's hours. that that's 30 that's almost a year yeah so meanwhile we could we stopped it in one session we stopped it in one session. So it's not always owner laziness. I think that's an easy, I think that's a cop-out a lot of times. And I'm not attacking you at all. And is there owner laziness? Hell yeah. It is rampant. It is huge. But I will say from somebody that works with clients who, be, who do become successful, it's not they're, not, they're not changing that much except for now they've got the right information. So now when they apply that information, they get actually better results. But are there lazy owners? Of course there are. Mm. Like that's why you have so many overweight people. Because they don't have any self-control. They're lazy. They have don't have any, you know, they don't have any discipline. And when you see someone that's physically fit, number one, they're usually shamed. But it's like, it's like, wow, what a disciplined person. What a disciplined person. Next. Yeah, fully strong. I know when you have a business, you pick and choose your clients. I train for free to save the dog from county. This client feels it's not fair to muzzle a snapping 75-pound, nine-month-old puppy. I know the answer. I need to figure out how to politely direct rather than, so you like getting bit and the dog's life is at stake? What is wrong with you? Why not? Why not say that? I would say that. Why not say that? I would. Obviously, nothing's getting through this person. So they don't realize you, they're you, fighting so, dog needs a muzzle. So you train, you train for free so the dog doesn't get killed. Well, then maybe the best place is not in that home. Yeah. Not with a stupid owner. <laughs> Just call him stupid. So, so, it's like, so it's like, okay, I'll train you for free, but only if you belong to a smart dog owner. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if they're not going to follow through, that dog exactly. doesn't have a shot. So it's like, so so you're not going to grow more of your angel wings. I'm not putting you down or insulting you or mean any many harmful word, anything harmful with my with my comment to you at all. Because thank you for doing the work that you're doing. But if this person chooses to be an idiot and irresponsible, 
Well, that's on them. And yes, the dog might die. And that's on them. You can't save them all. You cannot save them all. One thing you've got to, when you will, you, I'm not sure how long you've been doing this, but you will realize you can't save them all. And there's some good dogs being killed out there. Mm-hmm. There's some really good dogs being killed out there. Like there's some the really good dogs with really bad owners, but that is not our responsibility. It is not our responsibility at all. Yeah. Okay. Dogs can't be pulled from homes because they have a stupid owner. They can't. They need to be fed, watered, sheltered, but no IQ test required. It's the way it is. It's the way it is. Next. The Midge said, just bonk the damn chicken. Yeah. Jeff Gelman laughing my ass off. No, it's true. It won't work. She doesn't hey, care. Have you tried? And they're fast. Have you tried? I mean, I've definitely like shooed her away with my foot. She doesn't care. Okay. Get a fucking Nerf gun out there. Set up a little turret, remote control turret with a camera. Start blasting her off the goddamn top I mean, of the thing. Separate her. The, but the problem is we're going out of town. And then she's really going to know that the alpha hen, which is me, isn't here. I run that coop. So maybe we should make, like, you know how people have got scarecrows in their in their fields or they've got like an yeah. owl or something or a hawk? Yeah. Maybe we should put a, a picture of you out there. Maybe we should. You but... know, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Watching you, Karen. Don't fuck around. Sort of Shane. Opinion on muzzling short-faced dogs with like English, like English bulldogs sometimes have difficulty with the fit and worsening their ability to breathe. Yeah, they make special muzzles. You get those ones that look like a mask, like yeah. a ski mask. You go to there's there's specialty stores that do Frenchies, um, bulldog, um, uh, all your all your short and muzzled uh, dogs. They make special muzzles for them. Next. Let's see. Amalfi, which is Kim. That's going to be a hard one for me to remember. Advice on dogs with mild hip dysplasia and arthritis. He often gets uncomfortable with downs when it's concrete, hard yeah, surface. Yeah. Just take breaks and then put back in a down. This is related to when we do cafe work. Yeah, I mean, can you get the dog to... Oh, shoot, if it laid down on its side, that wouldn't make a difference. I mean, how does the dog sleep? What position is the dog in when it's sleeping? Yeah, but he's probably on a soft bed. Not on a hard concrete oh, ground. Bring up so bring up if you go to, if you go to cafes, bring us bring a little um you know, they make um back from my backpacking days. Yeah, like a crate liner. You, like they're yeah, like you can do that. Or back in my backpacking days, we have these very thin self-inflating mattresses. Very thin. And you would just you just you if you open up the valve, they would they would inflate automatically. Wait, is, what, uh, is it Pam that brings a place bed with her? Could. Was it Pam that was saying she did? Yeah. Just bring one. Yeah. Um, let's see. You can also bring a, I'm sorry to interrupt you. You can also bring a, um, um, a topper, you know, a mattress topper, just that, that therapeutic mattress topper, just cut, cut a piece out and roll it up. Snuggle bun said, okay, thank you. It is her first heat and this is the only issue. Yeah. Constance, I like the swearing. I also get a rise out of the funny words you say that no one here does like schlep and schmutz. Yeah. Yiddish. And also my dry humor. I get a lot. Put it this way: No one gets his dry humor. The same no thing. One. You do. Um, yeah, after like five years of knowing you, the same the same people that like can't stand my language, the same amount of people are attracted to the show because of my language. The bottom line is yes. this: I don't do this show to appease everybody. That's not what I do. Mm. I don't give two fucks. Okay. That's obvious. I do this show to help people and help dogs. And if someone can't see through these random swears and, and okay, do you put more of, do you make your decision-making power on the truth or the verbiage? Mm. Do you want to hear the truth or do you want to hear me say something without swearing? Do you want to know what real results are or do you want me to be polite but be giving you false information? Well, Jeff, why can't you do both? It's like why can't you sugarcoat things? Because because that's like... because I am who I am. That is why. 
That is why. <laughs> Plain and simple. Okay, it's a really, it's a really simple concept. It. It's a really simple concept. Right. It is who he is. Right, and I and I and I know I lose. I I know I lose business from it. I know I do. But 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 guess what though? I'm like. And I need the business. We need cash flow. I'm not independently wealthy. But this is why we get really fucking good clients. Right. Because you filter out the snowflakes. Yeah. Yeah. If you're, bottom line is this. That probably offended if, people. If, I'm if, sorry. If, no. If you, if you want your dog, if you want your dog to be rehabbed, it's not going to be easy. And if my swearing hurts your tender ears and your psyche, you're not going to be able to rehab your aggressive dogs. That's true. Sorry. It's true. Get over it. Get over it. If if you're so sensitive to the word fuck when I'm in a impassioned rant, do you really think you're gonna Are be able you to like joking? Like who but, cares? But, it's an F-bomb. But like, but do you cares? do you really think you're gonna be able to correct your dog for growling at your kid? Right. Like if a word offends you. If a word offends you, because you know what you have to do when your dog is growling at your kid or lunges at your kid? Like <laughs> I assure you, it's going to hurt a hell of a lot more than the word fuck is. Next. I don't even know where we are. We are, like, all over the place right now. Let's see. Um, we're, we're left to right. I know, but I, I'm not even <laughs> keeping track anymore. I'm all over the place. Destiny says, LOL, Joel, I say don't even breathe my air all the time. <laughs> Glad I'm not alone in that club. Trust me. It's not just me. Even Angelo. Even, even Angelo. <laughs> Angelo is 10. And I'll say um, uh, I'll, something, something, I don't know. He'll say, he'll, he'll ask Joel, He'll ask Joel, like, oh, what's wrong? She's like, oh, I'm just not feeling well today. He'll be like, or he'll, she'll be in a bad mood or something. And she'll you know, be like, Papa, is she at her period? That's nice. Good to know. Real nice. <laughs> well, <laughs> yep. Angelo would never know. He only just sees me yell at you, though. <laughs> Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> Stephanie, another he comes question. over. He puts his arm on my shoulder. Yeah, I know. He's, he's like, do it. he's like, Papa, don't worry about it. I'll be like, just agree with just her. Just five more days. <laughs> Stephanie, another question about litter mate syndrome and training. Both were sent to board and train, and was also told they were too difficult to train. Been working through green to graduate. Any suggestions? Well, what is first of all? You went to board and train, and the trainers said they were too difficult. So, first of all, number one, what are their issues? What's the philosophy of the board and train? And it's possible that the philosophy, training philosophy, didn't work. The trainer is not capable of it. But you most likely, with the right information, can train them yourself. But what are the issues? So, for instance, what are these issues that these litter mates have that are so difficult to train? Yeah, like I imagine. Like, you know, you know, give me a, who said that, by the way? I don't remember. Right, whoever said that, I'm sorry. Give me a give me an example of an issue that couldn't be resolved at the board and train because of this litter mate syndrome that they have. Yeah. And I'll tell you how to I'll tell you how to stop it right now. Like just what ignoring you, which yeah. is like normal. Most dogs will do that but just, anyway. But just I'll tell you how to stop it right now. Jay drank Walter. Three punk teens were trash talking ten feet behind me. Got sick of it. Went around the corner and stopped. Put Corso in a sit. As soon as the teens saw us staring at them, they instantly ran across the street. Little punks. Who are they? Tra- what? These kids are trash talking. Who? Then they got scared of his dog. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Don't be talking trash. Yeah. No way, man. Can't keep the, handle keep, the keep, heat. Keep, keep the potty mouth. My potty mouth stays right here in this room. Um, dazed honey. My Aussie loves to pee at night in a separate room where she can't get caught. She knows it's bad. Okay. Crate your dog. Crate your. How dog. do you know your? Well, first of all, how do you know your dog knows it's bad? Because you yell at your dog and your dog looks guilty, your dog looks guilty because you yelled at it. Or you gave it a look, the same look that you give it right before you yell. But does your dog really know it's bad? Crate your dog. If your dog likes to go in a separate room at night, number one, set it up. Let it go in a separate room at night and be ready for it. Be ready for it. Have a remote collar on it. Have a video camera. When it goes to piss, correct it. Or if it's you're talking about bed, bedtime night and you're asleep, it should be in a crate. It's not 
it's not responsible enough to be um, sleeping out of a crate. Next. Um, Terry said, I get his dry humor. Love the jokes. Thank you. Kim said, haha, the dry humor cracks Jeff, cracks Jeff up the most. You are always laughing under your breath. You are. Okay. It's not a laugh. It's like a little tiny smirk that you have to really pay attention because remember, even all week at Mastermind, people would, he'd say something and then everyone would look at me. <laughs> like, is it a joke? And I'm like, yeah, it's a joke. But don't worry, it's a joke. I was like the interpreter <laughs> of the humor. Right. I could feel them all staring at me. Like, it's a joke. Um, Terry said, the courses are nothing like the podcast. They have what I call dad jokes. Did I already read that? No. Oh, okay. Yes, a lot of dad jokes. Um, Kim said he's doing it now. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Caddy, Caddy, year and a half old GSD has extreme fear of all people, loves dogs, but cowers when I approach, can only pet his head when attaching the leash. Adopted four weeks ago, not aggressive, however. Mm. Um, number well, I'm glad your dog's not aggressive because that's a recipe for aggression. How old's the dog? Mm, year and a half. Okay, so... You're not out of the woods yet, but we have a fearful dog course. So I recommend getting the um, uh, the green to graduate and the fearful dog course. Green to graduate to get some rock solid on and off leash obedience, increase yeah. the dog's confidence. Fearful dog course to learn and understand how to work dogs through fear. You get those two courses, you're looking at under $500. You're probably actually looking, I'm sorry, at the um, under $400. Okay. And if you have to do a one hour council with me, you can always do a one hour council with me as well. So for around $500, a little bit more half hour council. So under $500, you can have a dog that's over all this stuff. Next. Um, RM, do you guys ever take a real break from work? I hope you get some time to truly be off on the upcoming holiday. Well, I guess you have to define real break. So I think, we're going away for three weeks to Greece, and we're probably still going to podcast. But see, this we're still is the, put up social media. But see, this is the thing. Like, I'm not one of these people that are like, if you love what you do, you'll never be have to go to work another day in your life. I think that's bullshit. That is I bullshit. Think, that's bullshit. It's still work. It's still work. And but it, I'm just fortunate that I can right, work from anywhere in the world. Right. And, and owning your own business, people are like, oh, own your own business for freedom. Bullshit. No. Owning your own business makes you a prisoner of your business. Yeah. All right. Trust me, it does. I've owned businesses now. I'm 57 years old. I owned my first business at nine years old. But I feel like this is the first time we've actually had some balance. So, but when, if, when we go to Greece and if we have to upload social media, if I've got to make some videos, if we've got to do some podcasting, I consider that a break. Yeah. I consider that a break. So anything... That we have to, anything we do that we're not slinging dogs, it's an expression, folks. Um, slinging dogs daily is a break. But, but I did tell Jeff I'm not doing social for at least the first seven days, right? Because my best friend is meeting us out there, and I don't want to be like, yeah. So I'm batching. Here's a tip for you guys who all have your businesses. I'm batching content every day this week. I have a whole archive of stuff. I'm writing copy all in advance saving that shit in the yeah. notes that way and we then I'll, just post it and then i'll pick up the slack I don't have to think about it i'll anything. do stories and i'll pick up the slack and i'll yeah and i'll and i'll probably come up with some tips of the day video series maybe mm -hmm. but you have to be you know and and but i don't look at that as like uh, that's not work yeah it's not that's not work that's not work yeah um, let's see. David did not have a dog for years and five months ago decided on a blue healer puppy. Mm. Very frustrated at first until I found you guys. Yeah. Saved the puppy and myself. Good down stay, no barking, no leash pulling. Thank you, thank you, awesome. thank you. Awesome. Awesome yeah. job, David. So That's Dave, awesome. So David, here's a good example where someone could if David went to the wrong information source, mm -hmm. would have a badly behaved dog. Yeah. And someone could say lazy owner. But since David found a good training source the same amount of time or even less time he put in got him better results that's why i take when someone says lazy owner i i say okay but let's take a step back not discounting the fact that there are also lazy owners out there but it's like there's also a lot of non-lazy owners that have just the, they have the wrong 
they get the they get the wrong messaging. They get the wrong messaging. Next. Dazed, honey, I'm fearful more that my Aussies are lost causes, but I'm not giving them a fighting chance. Uh, what's going on with them? I don't know. Yeah. It sounds like she's Is not. With she's not doing the work, Dazed, honey, because she's saying it like you know. She's like, I know I'm the problem. Well, don't put okay, but but be careful with also be careful with that, Dazed, honey. You know you're the problem. Okay, we're all the problem. If you're overweight, you're the problem. If you're out of shape, you're the problem. But if you're being told the right information and you're not applying it. You know, that's a different story. That's a different story. That's a different story. But you might just have the wrong information. Yeah. You might have the wrong information. That's all. That That's all. Next. Changing says, thank you for saying that about owner laziness. I spent thousands of dollars and many, many hours with trainers who didn't help me with your content. I now have a completely different dog. Thank right. you. And it was free. That's awesome. Right. There's a great example right there. So who, who said that? Changing. So changing. 45. So changing. That comment is more applicable than we hear than anything else. We hear that all the time. And thank you for saying it. Because it needs to be said. It needs to be said not to boost my ego. It needs to be said because there's a lot of owners out there. And I, this is one of my big soapbox things that are getting really bad information from people that are coming across as supposedly highly educated. So they're believable. They're supposed to be believable, but they're actually giving you false information that does not work. And they're using studies and quotes and an out and 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 an outlandish methodology message outlandish like this like the whole force free thing and reward only and you never have to correct and don't train with force don't train with fear it's like you need to put some context to this you need to put some context to this it's like saying that's like saying you know thou shall not kill i'm like can we have some like context, please. Someone's literally trying to kill my loved one. I assure you, there's going to be some death here. And it's not going to be my loved one. Someone is physically attacking me. Or someone was sexually attacking your, uh, your, your partner. I assure you, there's going to be some death. It's just the way the world works. It's just the way the world works. So... We have to be we have to be careful about you know a lot of a lot of things out there. We need context. Next. I don't know how we got onto that murdering people. I don't know either. Next. Snuggle buns. Also, thank you for the quick derm recommendation. The day after you talked about it, my GSD tore his paw pad, so I ordered some. Yeah, it's good for paw pads. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good for paw pads. It heals them up right away. Um, why they call it quick derm. Left it on, said my dog is a good dog. I just lack experience. Well, that, you know what the cool probably thing... probably shouldn't have gotten a chihuahua, but I'm trying. This is the thing, though. You can... Today, you can lack experience. Today, you can lack... Here's a great example. Angelo wanted to learn to play chess. Guess what he did? He went online and he learned how to play chess. Online. We got a chess board two to three weeks ago. I used to play chess when I was younger. I haven't played for, gosh, 45 years. So we set up the chess board. And he's like naming different formations, like doing all these different things. Obviously, he kicked my ass. And it's like he learned it all online with no chess board. I mean, just a virtual, you know, virtual playing. So right now you don't have experience, but, but if you get the right information and you apply the right information, let's talk in six months and let's see how experienced you are now. And I assure you, if you follow us for six months for free, don't have to spend a dime for free. Because people think oh, it's like I'm trying to sell things. It's like yes, we have things for sell, for for sale. But I also have way more free content out there, and this podcast is free. It's you can actually have a different dog, a totally different dog. 
the one you've always wanted. Next. Unless you have a Chihuahua and you wanted a German Shepherd, I don't care how hard you work. You're not going to have a German Shepherd. Next. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I got no sleep last night. Soli Deo Music said, can you talk about the problem dog you owned and how you got into training? Yeah. I've told this story so many times. Um, Max, my first dog. I got him when I was 37 years old, 36 years old, maybe 35. I forgot how old I was. And, um, and he was a puppy and I was clueless. I had no idea at all. My family had, you know, dogs, one dog at a time growing up, smaller breed dogs. We never had a larger breed dog. Not that it makes a difference, but we weren't like, you know, it's not like we're this dog family, you know, and I wasn't really involved in ever cleaning up poop. I remember I had to do, um, as every child should clean up family poop or your dog poop of the family, of the family dog. It's like, yeah. So that just, that just made me think of the Theo Vaughn, like best. Did you see the video where he used to like pick up this kid's poop in the neighborhood, but it was like human shit. No. no. I can show you that one tonight. So, um, so, uh, and then this dog, I didn't know what to do. He ended up biting me all the time. Biting dogs, biting. Um, he started biting dogs when he got after he got attacked, but he was biting dogs, biting. You know, he badly behaved. I was clueless. I didn't know what to do. And then I went to a trainer, and they, they, they knew what they were doing, and they helped rehab the dog. And then I would go to this trainer three or four times a week just to soak up information, just take a class, take my dog there to class. And then I learned. And then somebody saw my dog. And, um, and they're like, can you help me with my dog? They, that was their words. I said, sure. And that's how I started. I remember, and the first dog I worked with was actually a pair of German Shepherds. It was actually a pair of German Shepherds. So, yeah, my first dog ever. First dogs ever were two dogs. So I remember client number one and two. And then here we are today, 20 years later, 10,000 dogs in. Next. Mm. David said, I think you should have the same restrictions for dogs as guns. Um, There's definitely be like a test you got to take or something. I I think, yeah. I mean, they, they should. Do you have common sense? Yes or no? Yeah. I think that should be one of it. I think, I mean, I, I think a felon should be able to order, uh, own a dog though. I think someone under the age of 18 should own a dog. Mm. Um, so... But yeah, I think there should be some sort of common sense test. Next. Um, ball GSCs is liability ever a concern for the trainer if the dog bites someone after training? After training? No. Nope. Not at all. Not at all. How could it be? The dog's not in our care and control. Yeah. We don't guarantee we don't guarantee the dog will never That's bite. Thing. There's people out there who probably guarantee that. I mean, if a dog trainer guarantees that a dog will do something other than die eventually. That's a red flag. Then that's a red flag not to hire that trainer. Yeah. The only thing we can guarantee is, I'm gonna, is we're going to bust our ass to, to do the best job possible. But how can you guarantee? We can't guarantee. I mean, could I guarantee your dog is going to know all its basic commands on leash? Yes, I can guarantee that. Okay. But rehabbing your aggressive dog to guarantee he'll never bite again, or not even an aggressive dog. Some dogs don't bite. Like, we just trained Griff at six months old. He went home fully off-leash trained. He's only six months old. We don't know if he's going to ever bite. Mm -hmm. We don't know what's going to happen at a year old, at 18 months old, at two years old. We don't know what the interactions he has with other people are. Mm -hmm. We don't know. We don't know if he's going to be attacked by off-leash dogs and become aggressive, which is a popular way for dogs to become aggressive and leash reactive. We don't know. So there's no liability. There's no liability there. The dog's not in underneath our care and control. Now, if the dog's underneath our care and control and it bites us or somebody, then we are then we are liable. The dog was underneath our care and control for for all injuries. Anything. Next. Terry said, "Well done, David. Congrats." Sam said, "I consider myself to be a pretty lazy dog owner and cheap." But my dogs are great because of the skills you've provided me with. Oh, thanks, Sam. Thanks, Sam. And now Sam's helping other people. Yep. You know? Pretty badass. Yep. Down in Argentina. Um, Stacy says, I bring a bath mat with me. Oh, that's smart. To yep. like the cafe. 
Yep. There you go. Roll that up. Yeah. There's all kinds of, there's all kinds of very thin foam that's very comfortable that you can easily roll up. It's like a yoga mat, right? It's like a yoga mat. In fact, you can bring a yoga mat too. But the thing about a yoga mat is, yeah, you can, you can actually get a yoga mat, fold it in half, put that down. Yeah. Yeah. Those are cushy. Yep. They actually come with little carriers, little backpack carriers too. Mm -hmm. Sling it over your shoulder. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. And they're easy to clean. Just rinse it off. Yep. The Coalition, Jeff, your videos helped me train my mom's aggressive pit bull Rottweiler mix. Um, CPS nice. was going to make her get rid of the dog. Everyone was scared of him, but I used your training collar techniques. Nice. That's awesome. awesome. And dog training as well. Good for you. Good. Good for you. Kudos to you. Miss Murphable said, I love everything about you both. Well, thank you. Love you too. Um, Dazed Honey said, I trust people who are 100% open. That's universal. Miss Murphable, forever the truth, even if it fucking hurts. Yeah, the truth often does hurt. Mm-hmm. But the biggest changes, though, are from people that embrace that suck. You know what I mean? Embrace the suck. You need to, you need to, people have to realize you're going to go through life and a lot of shitty things are going to happen. It's the, way the, it's the way the world works. A lot of shitty things are going to happen. Shitty things happen to really good people. And you can turn it into a learning opportunity or you can turn it into a victim mentality. All depends. You can motivate you or you can, it can make you, you know, angry. But if you take a step back and you take personal responsibility, how, why did this happen? How did this happen? You can usually backtrack it to possibly you, you know, and if you go through life with a lot of bad things happening, guess what? Guess, guess whose fault? Guess who's always there? All these bad things that keep happening. Guess who's always there? You are. Maybe think about that. Instead of, instead of, instead of, you know, blaming, you know, everybody else, being a victim. Nope. Take responsibility for your actions. Next. Mm, Let's see. Gonna start wrapping it up soon. Okay. So those those two litter mates, one is aggressive towards the other. Therefore, they're unable to walk together without one being aggressive towards the okay. other. That's not litter mate syndrome. <clears throat> no. That can easily be stopped. So did, did the place that they went to, I don't want to know the name of the place. Do they know how to stop aggression? That's the first question I would ask. And then I would say, ask them, how? How, would you, how do you do it? Because if someone asks me before they hire me, I'll tell them step by step how I'm going to do it. And if it's too much for them to handle... Don't hire us. So the dog is aggressive. What kind of punisher was used on that dog preceding the aggression when the dog was thinking about being aggression to instill an inhibitor to stop the unwanted behavior? Also, are the dogs trained up to a at least a minimum standard of obedience, meaning can the dogs do two-hour downstays next to each other? Can the dogs heal nicely one at a time, and then obviously two at a time. Were they, was the owners taught, or were you taught, how to recognize the loading stage of aggression and what to do? Were you taught how to apply an effective punisher? This, this is not, that's not a littermate syndrome. That's somebody that doesn't know how to work with aggression. So... Yeah. I can help you. That's fighting housemates. Okay, I can help you literally online. Mm-hmm. Just book a console. I can help you on, I can help you online. Yep. Videotape your walks. I'll let you know very like what you need to work on. What you need to work on. Have somebody videotape like stuff. But I, I can easily, easily, easily help you. Yeah. Next. TDP, another plug for Green New Graduate 2. Training the seven-month Ridgeback is going so much better. I did start the e-collar, and he is so much better. He's looking to me instead of being all over the place. Yep. E-collar, awesome. e-collar that's, another, that's another, it. another falsehood that's out there about all the misinformation about e-collars. Yep. Tons of misinformation about e-collars. Probably more misinformation than there is on how effective the COVID vaccine is. And it's just like, it's, it's, a, it's the kind of stuff where in all these countries are banning it and everybody's celebrating. It's like, okay, just wait, just wait. Talk to your dog trainers in your community and you'll, and you'll see. And the 500,000 people in the UK that they'll be banning e-cowers, please don't stop using them. Come together as, a, as one force and refuse 
to stop. Refuse to stop. What are you going to do? What is the UK going to do with those 500,000 people? What are they going to do? Stand up strong and fight back. Stand up strong and fight back. The problem is everybody's afraid to stand up strong and be loud and be heard. And I'm not talking about, you know, a, a, a George Floyd type um, a, a riot through the streets. I'm talking about you as one independent coming together and strategically speaking up in effective places to change things. What are you talking about right now? The e-cower, the e-cower, um, e-cower is being banned. And what they should be, what they should be doing in the UK. But there, you have to remember, there is a, a very small minority of people that made this law go into act. A very small group of people that made it come into effect by using lies and misinformation. And they used emotional triggers to get this passed. And that is what they are doing. They're not doing it because it's the best thing for the dog. They're not doing it to, because that is how it's been worded for the welfare of the animal. No, it is not. It is not for, banning e-cowers is not good for dogs. Next. All right. We're going to start wrapping it up here, but here's a question that actually we can help with right now. What courses do you recommend for trainers furthering education? I already love your work, follow you, use your methods. I'm looking to continue growth. Can you recommend which courses to help? I know this doesn't sound like a really cheap, cheap uh, response. All of them. Start with like green to graduate one and two. Yeah, but all of them, you will learn something from all of them, trainers and owners alike. So, I mean, literally all of them. We're going to be putting together a package with every one of our courses probably. Mm Mm-hmm. You'll get like all access. Yep. yep. To all of our we're or, coaching with us. Yep. Right. So it's gonna be like you get access to every single one of our courses in the archive, plus like maybe eight to ten weeks of virtual coaching yeah. with me and Jeff. Yeah. It'll be, you know, be it's gonna be it's gonna run you a couple thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying though, but it's like the knowledge that you'll get from that. Yeah. The knowledge that you'll get from that. It's gonna be like pretty yeah. much like a mastermind, but virtual. Yeah, but people are people are rehabbing their dogs with for $197. Yeah. I mean, the, the courses are powerful. The courses are powerful. Um, Jay Drink Walter in 90 plus degree heat. Do you guys suggest a max walk time for big dogs? Yeah. We go, we don't walk dogs usually past, and down here in Florida where we have that weather where it's. Our guys run at like seven in the morning and that's And then that's it. it. And then they swim. And they swim. They swim uh, three or four times a day. Um, for, you know, we have a pool right here, but you can also take them to the ocean. And then at night, like, like right now, sun's like, going like down, sun's going down. We'll do, we'll do a short walk. We'll do a short walk, but it's, it's even still too hot to run them yeah. at this time. This is like, the air is too hot. Summer here is like our winters in New England. Like most of our trainings indoors, yeah. Home Depot, pet stores, things like yeah. that. But uh, as far as like physical exercise, biking or running, very, very early in the morning. And in some mornings, like this morning, I left for the gym this morning at 445. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's hot out. Yeah. yeah the air, hot. the air, the air is just hot. It's the just air, muggy. the air is hot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joyful Dog said, I would buy that package. Please announce when you release it. No, we will. We no, will. Don't trust me. You'll definitely it's know. It's in the works. Yeah. It's in the works. We have so much in the works. We have so, we have so, this is what we're going to be doing. So, the number nine and the number seven are lucky numbers. So you put them together, you get 97. And uh, they both have very significant meaning. I'm um, just looking them up in your numero- numerology charts. And we're going to be doing a bunch of $97 courses. Um, these live, live courses we're going to be doing. They're going to be short, but they're going to be effective. They're going to be powerful and they're going to be life-changing. And they'll be live and unedited. And they'll be having also... Um, uh, a Q and A after it. So imagine the Q and A is powerful. So imagine getting learning one huge nugget of information that can change the trajectory of your relationship with your dog, the behavior of your dog, live, unedited, as well as being able to ask questions and get the truth answers, and you don't have to pay extra for the f bombs <laughs> for ninety seven dollars. You can also tell Jeff when his jokes suck. Tell okay. me in the chat. All right. 
Let's see. All right. We'll do a couple more. Soli Deo, do you let your dogs meet other dogs under any circumstances? Never. No. Oh, well, hold on here. Under any circumstances? Put it this way. Very, 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 very rarely. But it all depends on the style of the dog and the behavior, not the training of the dog, the behavior of the dog. Because there are dogs out there that know no commands that are fine. Their behavior is fine. And there's some dogs out there that are highly trained that have got, they're dangerous. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I mean, there's, there's, yeah, they've met, they've met other dogs, but it's not the norm for us. I mean, it's not the norm for us. And it, and it's up. You hear that? What the hell is that? Oh, it's the neighbors playing music. Oh, it's our back, back neighbors. Yeah. Ever since we cut down that tree, we hear everything. <laughs> it's like the tree was drowning it's, the noise. It's like it's like you ever hear pool parties out there now? Yeah. It's like since when do they since get like when? since when do they get like six kids? You know that tree. Like, that tree. It masked everything. <laughs> it really did. Because the pool's always been there. T-Birds, my 10-month-old lab gets scared and barks at new people. She can be in a down state and still barks any pointers. Yeah, well, you correct it. So remember, any unwanted behavior, you correct. So dogs in a down state, you would just say no, correct. Leash pop, I prefer the remote collar. Yeah, you'd stop it. If the dog breaks command, you would say no again, put the dog back into a down stay, and then rinse and repeat and role play. Role play, role play, role play. That's the things the trainers do. We just role play situations. We'll take your dog somewhere. We'll put your dog in a down stay. And we'll be like, okay, let's we'll see who says hi to the dog. Next. Um, Mandy said, my 19-month-old husky that ignores the chickens got off-leash privileges last night. You helped me so much. I never thought I would ever risk off-leash while on the farm, but he was awesome. Congratulations. That's awesome. Super proud of you. So, number one, um, <laughs> that means you worked your ass off. Yeah. You didn't get lucky. It wasn't like, oh, the moon is almost full. Now my dog won't be, you know, doing stupid stuff. You put You put some hard work in. So, congratulations. Kudos to you. Avi says, I say embrace the suck all the time. Got it from my dad. Yep. Very important message to to raise our kids with as well. Very important message to start raising our kids with now, moving forward with what's going on in the world. All right. It's 808. My lower back is killing me. All right. This chair is killing me. All right. I need a different chair. Okay. It's really bad. Your wish is my command. You will have a different chair on Friday. Okay. I sound like an 80-year-old, but I'm literally like, it's killing me. Nope. I will make sure you have a different chair. All right. All right, everybody. Jeff Galman of Solid Canine Training and the back hurting Joelle. And um, uh, we'll see you guys Friday night. I was just trying to think what night of the week it is now. Yep. And we will see you Friday night and tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Wake the fuck up with Jeff. I will see you tomorrow at 8 a.m. with another powerful, life-changing episode. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Take care.